Yes, sir, 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 We are live. Y'all are on. And this is Balls. Nobody gonna say anything? Jill, we waiting for you. I already said this is Balls. And you gotta finish. A sports Pause. podcast. That sounds crazy. I said you gotta finish. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. Oh wow. Did you know that did y'all know did y'all know that two K was suspending online play between one and three PM? Nah. In Why? The, they got like a, a memoriam for George Floyd. They got the first thing that happened in. They're doing a Black Lives Matter memorial, so they're suspending play from one to three p.m. Central oh, that's time. That's dope. That's dope. Oh, so it's done now. But yeah, that was dope for sure. Facts. Well, we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. It's your boy Dylan, man. You know what it is, or whatever. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Uh, you already know who this is. It's Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effect. Kashiga, Kashiga. All right, episode one forty-two, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One plus four plus two equals seven. Bet. Um, <laughs> just so, just so everybody uh, that's listening is aware, you know, last last week was a bit heavy, so we're gonna try to do our best to stay upbeat and stuff. We know we're gonna obviously talk about things that are going on, but you know, we wanna we wanna be that that little beacon of of positivity and stuff that y'all that y'all get this week. So I'm not you know, gonna, gonna be gonna... anything but a beacon of realness. But do you boo? I'm gonna be a beacon of pepperoni and mushroom pizzas. Wait, what? I love pepperoni and mushroom pizzas, actually. Me too. That's that's that's, exactly. that's that's my go-to order. Except most people don't fuck with mushrooms, so I don't get it when I'm eating with other people. Are you serious? I, I've been friends yeah. with you. Uh, we've been like best friends for dang near a decade, and this you is get, the first. And you get made. mushroom and pepperoni. I have mushroom and pepperoni is my freaking favorite pizza ever. No. Oh my gosh. See, I can't wait to order. I can't wait to order another pizza with you. Yes, we're gonna order pizzas together. I'm excited. And we'll be like, "This is our pizza." Ours. Nobody else touches this pizza. <laughs> Stupid non-mushroom pizza eating mother frickers. You lint lickers. Wow. Bro, and then we could put some actual mushrooms on that bitch too. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be. And it, and like and like we don't know which ones they are, so it'd be like a surprise. <laughs> wow. I love like. It. Like, what if you fuck around and ate the only slices that had actual mushrooms. mushrooms on them? Oh, yeah, it's gonna be, bitch. It's going to be a crazy night. It's going to be a crazy night. I'm, I'm in for all the games. You're, you're going to be the fox. You're going to be the fox with the fire all around him? Yes, sir. I'm, listen, I'm with all the shits, bro. Like, I'm for all of the just, just is it, the wait, is times. it is it a fox or is it a dog? I'm... I no, no, the fox... Like, no, the fox is like the frizzled. That's the frizzled thing is that... Oh box. yes, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a like dog. A dog. It's, a, it's, it's like, like a dog thing. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. I'm all for the hallucinations, man. Oh jeez. Just understand, I'm being your house, so just be careful. I'm a big man, so. Yeah, you know, why don't break shit, dog? 
I'm not Knock really you much out if necessary. If necessary, I might get a little crazy. Just hit me over the head. I'll be fine when I wake up. Bet. I'm just gonna have. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna have breakable. I'm just gonna have a bunch of breakable vases that I can use. <laughs> just, just record. Just record it. It could be our content. For Jeez, no shit. <laughs> Nails on shrooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Awesome. Oh man. Okay, so is it is it even worth it to ask how y'all weeks went? I feel nope. like we've all had the it's same not. week. No, man. It's, it's been yeah. It's been it's been tough to be positive this been, past week. So it's yeah. Facts. Facts. All right. Well all right. then, bump it. Can we just talk about the NBA being back, baby? Yes, sir. Hey, good thing we did the podcast today because otherwise we wouldn't have had none of this information to talk we about. Nothing. Nothing, nothing at uh, all. So, <laughs> so they have they have officially voted, and the NBA will be back on July thirty first. Uh, they're inviting twenty two teams to Orlando, and they will be doing um, well. How many regular season games? Knows was it so eight I, or ten or something like that? I think it's gonna be eight. I can tell you the uh, I can tell you the format right now. Um, yeah, okay. So, do you want me to just read that part, or do you want me to add extra information on there for you too? Um, if you you can add extra if you think it's pertinent enough to to discuss yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, apparently it is a twenty two team format. It'll be in Orlando, Florida. Sources told ESPN. Shout out to ESPN, by the way. Adrian Rosanowski was the one who reported it with the Woj bomb. Um, the vote was twenty nine to one. Um, the one team that voted against the proposal was the Portland Trailblazers, naturally. Um, let's see. The uh, NBA Players Association has been working closely with the league officials on the plans, and they have a conference call set on Friday, which will actually approve the proposal. Um, let's see. Adam Silver says in a statement, the board's approval of the restart format is a necessary step towards resuming the NBA season. While the COVID-19 pandemic presents formidable challenges, we're hopeful of finishing the season in a safe and responsible manner based on strict protocols now being finalized with the public health officials and medical experts. We also recognize that as we prepare or resume play, our society is reeling from recent tragedies of racial violence and injustice, and we will work closely with our teams and players to use our collective resources and influence to address these issues in real and concrete ways, which the NBA usually does. Um, the plan will have 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams. They will play yep. eight regular season seeding games, and there's a potential for a play-in tournament for the eighth seed, and the playoffs will happen at the Walt Disney World Resort. I think they should be doing that anyway. Sorry to interrupt, but I think they should be doing a, play, a play-in tournament for the eighth seed Listen, anyway. I think that's I think, dope. That I think is why dope. I think why they're doing this, to be honest with you, is not just to keep basketball going. But I also feel like they're doing this because I think this is going to be the new direction for the NBA playoffs. So it's like a I trial run. Yeah, not even a trial run. It's going to work. I think. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah, they yeah, don't, yeah. They don't want the backlash of traditionalists being like, oh, man, that's, that's stupid, man. Keep it the way that it is. So No, because this, this gives fringe teams a chance. Exactly. Exactly. So the planned tournament will include, oh, I'm sorry, um, top 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conference will be joined by teams currently within six games of the eighth place in two conferences. You have New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. The planned tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in a conference if the ninth seed finishes, finishes the regular season within four games of eight. 
In that case, the 9 seed would need to beat the 8 seed twice to earn the playoff berth, while the 8 seed would only need one win from the two potential games. Um, the NBA season resuming is contingent on an agreement with the Walt Disney Company, which owns ESPN, so it probably will happen, to use a Walt Disney Resort for all games, practice, and housing. So what that means is ESPN is probably going to get all exclusive rights. They might sell some of those rights to TNT, but I, I don't know about that. Um, let's see. Teams will Dang, be- I hope they do because I really like uh, NBA on TNT. I do. I do. Like the inside on the inside NBA yeah, cast man. is really good. EJ and, and Shaq and uh, Barkley, they, they do well. Um, and Kenny Smith also. I forgot, like, I forgot mm-hmm. about the Jet. Um, teams will begin training in Orlando starting July 9th to the 11th. Um, the league offered dates beyond the July 31st to October 12th season window, with the draft lottery set on August 25th and the draft on the 15th of October. And the 2021 season will probably start on the 1st of December. So, I mean, for for what it for what it's about to be in June, July, and they're going to restart the new season. No, 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 no. The season is going to start in July. And July thirty first. Yeah, September will be the playing games. October will be like will the, be the finals playoffs. And yeah, the playoffs. finals. And then December first will be the start of the season. So they're going to shorten two seasons to get back to eighty two games. But to be honest with you, if this season works out and then the shortened season works out too, I honestly think they're not going to have another so eighty two game season. Starting the season. Yeah. No, 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 no. The season is going to continue. The season is going to continue. Okay. That's that's a new season in December. A that's a that's a brand new season in December. So they're resuming this season July thirty first, playing like ten games or whatever, then the playoffs, finals, and then in and then there's like a two month gap and then a new season in December. Exactly. What do you mean when's football? Football's gonna be normal. Yeah, football's gonna be Yeah. So we'll have football and basketball. What's, that's that's nothing new. I, I think it's perfect. Yeah. And if you want to have football, then playoff basketball. No, I'm sure they'll schedule it to where they don't interfere. Right. Because basketball is played any night of the week. So that's, that's, football really just has their designated days. Right. I mean, I, I like it. Uh, what do you guys think as far as the, the new season format? I'm here for it. I love it. I love it, let's too. Get, let, let's get back to it. I love it, too. I ain't, I ain't going to lie to you, homeboy. <laughs> I am with the shits. Yeah, they're... Yes. So, yeah, man. So, I think, like, especially considering, I think one of the bigger things is the fact that you know, LeBron James has a real good chance of winning another ring, and I think that plays a major part. I think that there are really good uh, rivalries that are in place. I think you're going to see Lakers-Clippers. I think you're going to see Bucks-Celtics or um, who's the other team out there east? Um, there's another team I was thinking. Bucks-Heat, potentially. So they got some really good potential for star power and games. So I feel, yeah, continue the season. We don't need fans there. Um, speaking of, you remember how last week we were talking about um, Japanese baseball being on on ESPN? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was up late enough to actually watch a game. And nice. Interestingly enough, I mean, obviously baseball in Japan is really good, but there were no fans in the seats. However, 
you know how when you watch baseball, they have those like up close seats behind the batter. Mm-hmm. They had stuffed animals in every single seat. <laughs> and one of the and one of the stuffed animals in the front seat was SpongeBob. Wow. Yes. So I I, I thought that was freaking awesome. <laughs> so yeah. That's that, man. Um, I'm, I, like I said, I, I'm just happy that the NBA is back. Um, I'm looking forward to the season continuing. Do you guys think that the top teams will continue to be the top teams, or do you think with this layoff that other teams have a chance to really make a surprise run at the finals? And if they, and if there is a team that wins a championship, are they really true champions, or is there an asterisk? What do you guys think? Honestly, I don't think there's an asterisk at this point because I feel like the – I think they were smart by not jumping right into the playoffs. I think them having this 10-game span or whatever, I think, honestly, what that's going to be more so than people uh, uh, fighting for their seed, I think that's going to be people getting back into genuine basketball shape. You know, because, you know, like, yeah, it's one thing to do to go through the training and the practices and stuff like that, but, like, actually game going through it and everything like that going through all those motions those 10 games are going to be crucial to everybody getting back to where like all right bet we here so i don't i don't think you can put an asterisk next to it to be honest with you so the season is going to start so when the season starts it's going to just be 10 games it's going to be 10 remaining games because okay. they're picking up where they left off from the gotcha. season so it's right, they're, gotcha. yeah so they're going to because because I think there was regularly like what, like twenty games left in the year. Yeah. So they're gonna, so left. they're gonna be playing. Yes, yeah, so they're gonna be playing like half of that, or maybe a little bit less than half of that, and um, then from that'll determine the seeding, and then it'll be a play-in tournament for the eighth seed. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's lit. I'll fuck with it. Me too. I like it. I like it a lot. Big facts. All right, so with the NBA being done, we're finna talk about next wrestling. We can get into wrestling. A little wrestling. A little wrestling. Wrestling. So we'll we'll start things off on a good note. There is an NXT uh, pay per view this weekend uh, on Sunday. NXT Takeover in your house. There, it's the 25th anniversary of the in your house uh, pay per views that WWE used to do, and. Um, it's a good card. It's a very good card, as usual. You know they don't. They never really disappoint um, on their their takeover pay per views. Uh, it's five matches with a, a sixth match on the pre show. Um, so we can kind of just go through, and I'll I'll give the picks, and if there's anything else, I just want to sprinkle in. So be it. Sound good? Yep. Sounds real good. All right. So on the pre show, it's a a six woman tag team match. It's Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart, Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. All six team. of these women are all six of these women are like the the next wave of of uh, female superstars. And honestly, NXT has like the deepest women's roster in professional wrestling, like more so than Raw, SmackDown, uh, AEW, anywhere. Like NXT's roster of women is is kind of nuts. So, um, so you're going with the first team, Dylan? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going with the second team, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Rock Hogan. I'm going Gonzalez. with the second team also. All right. And then on to the main card. Um, we have Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. 
Um, now, initially, this was supposed to be Finn, uh, Finn Balor versus Walter, but because of the travel restrictions and everything like that, Walter is stuck um, over in Europe. So this is kind of a, a holdover rivalry until then. Um, but I got I got Finn Balor winning this because I don't think Damian Priest has actually ever won a like a singles match. I don't think That's that I've really seen at, le- at least a big like like an important one. You know, he might have won on NXT here and there, but like as far as like a big rivalry goes, I don't think he's ever won one. And I I don't think it's the time yet. I think he's still developing. Uh, he's good, but I think he still has has more. More he needs to prove before they they give him that rub. So I'm gonna go Finn Balor. I'm going Finn Balor just because I know Finn Balor, and I don't know the other guy. Go no, with what you know, baby. Definitely don't know the other guy. Go y'all do you know. y'all y- y'all saw him live, dude. Well, we did. He's, well, he's not good enough. Oh, that's the little Spanish buddy. He's the tall, tall, yeah, tall Spanish buddy with the long oh. black hair. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not being Finn Balor. Yeah, he's not beating Finn Balor. Yeah, I uh, think he. I think he. I want to say I think he. Did he fight Keith Lee? No, no, no. He didn't fight Keith Lee when we saw him. He fought like Dominic Dijakovic or something like that. Anyways, um, yeah. So Finn Balor. Yeah, he definitely right. didn't fight Keith Lee because Keith Lee would have whooped that ass. Yes, yeah, right. Keith Lee fought Roderick Strong when we Correct. saw him. Yeah. Um, up next we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is. Uh, the the newest member he's kind of a big name on the indie scene he was going by killer cross but you know obviously in wwe they have to water down the name so he's carrying cross now um damn you can't even be called killer bro well yeah it's like just like they changed war machine and like all these other you know things that have anything death sounding in the name they they change it so what's so, war uh, so what did war machine change to Fire they machine. became no war war machine became war raiders and then when they went to the main roster they became the viking experience and then now they are the viking raiders yeah, that viking experience shit was stupid yeah that was one week they were the viking experience for one week they got dragged all over the internet and ww was like okay we'll just call their finishing move the viking experience and they're now the viking raiders that's funny yeah um, so I think as much as I love Tommaso Ciampa and I think he's amazing, I think they're going to give Karrion Cross this because they're, he came in riding a huge wave of momentum. This is his first rivalry and I think they're going to be looking to make a statement with him. Um, I was telling you guys off air, he kind of reminds me of like a, a leaner Batista. Um, and it's interesting because his finishing move is actually a submission and you wouldn't really expect it from a guy of his size and stature. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go carry and cross for the win. Um, I just want to go against Buddha and practically everything, so I'm just gonna say Champa. Dick. Yeah, I'm gonna say Champa <laughs> too on this one. No cap. I feel like he'll get no that cap. good fight though. All well, right, Ciampa and gonna then be, he's gonna headbutt him, and then it's gonna be over. And Ciampa then he's like hard looking at head. These yeah, last three. <laughs> These last these last three matches are gonna be nuts. I know, I know. Um, (laughs) So up next we have the North American Championship. Keith Lee is defending his title against Johnny against Johnny Gargano. I don't even care who it's against. It could be against my dad. I'm gonna go Keith Lee too, just because it's early in his title reign. But I wouldn't be shocked. 
Um, up next, what could be the match of the night? It's an NXT Women's Championship match. It's a triple threat. Charlotte Flair defending her title against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. So this might not just be match of the night. It might be match of the century. I don't know um, about century, but I mean, century, it's going to be a very good match. I'm. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like Charlotte Cena will carry it. Um, <laughs> Charlotte Cena will definitely carry it. You know what I'm saying? Um, beyond that, I don't know. I, I just got my money on Charlotte Cena. Yeah, I got Charlotte Cena too. John Flair. Alright, I'm going to go with Io Shirai. You're not going with John Flair? Nope. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident in this that I win this match, not gonna lie to you. John Flair. <laughs> not John Flair. Dylan, Dylan you're an idiot. You're an Rick idiot. Cena. Rick Cena. We're not even on Charlotte anymore at this point. We're just talking about different names. Um all yeah, right. That would be and, a cute little couple, John Cena and Charlotte Flair. Fuck no. Ew. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah. That's the burial. That's the burial. That's of the a decade. that's a muscular ass like marriage right there, bro. Can you imagine what that child would look like? Disgusting. That's a strong ass child. No hips, no glutes, <laughs> all chest and shoulders and arms. Oh that my would be God. crazy. Jill, you walk around looking like a science experiment. Fact. Uh, if it's a boy, right. his nickname should be Chalky. And then the main event is for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole defending his title against Velveteen Dream. Um, now, there have been rumors that this match has already been taped and it's going to be one of those cinematic-style matches. I've also heard rumors that it's a, a situation where it's not necessarily a parking lot brawl, but there's they're going to be the ring, and then they're going to be surrounded by vehicles and cars and all kinds of stuff. So I, I don't know what's happening with this match, but I'm definitely intrigued. I like that WWE is doing this for each of their pay-per-views while this quarantine stuff is happening. So it gives it that big fight feel and makes it feel important. Um, Adam Cole just celebrated being champion for a year. Oh, it's, it's Velveteen's time again. I Exactly, I agree. I think it's Velveteen Dream's time. He's, he's worked hard. He's been there, workhorse. He's overcome injury. He's been good. So I'm I'm rolling Velveteen on this. I got the Velveteen dream. Yeah, Adam Cole been champion for a very long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's, yeah, he's been the he's the longest longest reigning NXT champion. He's probably been one of their best ones. I ain't gonna mm -hmm. hold you. The only reason that you know I feel like he potentially could have the chance of winning this match is because he does have undisputed error in his corner. So oh, you for know. sure. Who knows? And there is another character in NXT that could play an X Factor into this uh, match because he's kind of shown up periodically throughout the rivalry. Um, if you guys haven't been watching NXT, it's this guy. His name is Dexter Loomis. And uh, the best way I could describe his character is uh, serial killer-esque. Wow. Um, That's my if favorite you kind of character. Like if you guys do, if you guys ever seen the sh okay. the, the TV show Dexter, <laughs> yes, that's how my he, favorite. That's exactly what it's a great show. De Dexter's a no. Dexter's a great show. It is but a good show. The, Dexter's the laboratory. Of, like, negative. Um, Get out of my laboratory. But this guy Dexter Loomis, right? He's he doesn't show expression on his face. He 
kind of just has these piercing blue eyes that like are just always wide open. He's always staring and shit. And he kind of just comes out and he like stalks almost. And he comes out to the ring and he just does this crawl into the ring and shit. He's very like creepy type of person. He's not not a dark character necessarily, but like, like what Sweet. the fuck is this guy? What's in this guy's head? Yes, yeah, so you don't really know what's going on, but he has shown up and he's been on Velveteen Dream's side here and there. And it's, I don't, we don't really get a read on what he's doing. So he could be a factor in this match. I don't know what his end game is, but we'll see what happens there. He sounds lit to me, but. Sorry, yeah, so flip on Velveteen Dream, sound like me. I, that's, I could see that happening too. He gonna kill um, Velveteen Dream, man. Whoa. Yeah. I, <laughs> I could, he said, he said, okay. <laughs> Listen, bro, I'm telling you, nothing the WWE, especially NXT, needs more than a character like Dexter. A quiet, silent serial killer? Yes, sir. Jeez. Oh, That's going right. to make for the best cinematic matches. Can you imagine fighting a match and then all of a sudden you're just in a quiet place? They can't. Dude, yeah. fuck that. You start. You start hearing the the Halloween music. And you just gotta. You gotta miss all the horror movies ever. So yeah, yeah. Be like, here's Johnny. They'll be like, wait, what? That doesn't even apply. You, you start seeing Freddy Krueger's claws come through a wall. Like, wait, what's wait, happening? Wait a minute. What's, what's happening here? And then you get a phone call on your cell phone. Hello, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. And then they need to uh, put us on creative. Fact, they've been needed to put us on creative, bro. The fuck. Mm. Even though I let me, well, WWE needs to. NXT's kind of been killing it, so I can't, I can't really knock their creative process. They've been doing a good job. Shit, it's been a great job, but why not make it even better by adding? This is true. This oh. is true. We're gonna be snapping on they dumbass. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing WWE related I wanted to talk about was um, a wrestler by the name of Jackson Riker. Um, he is a part of the tag team, the Forgotten Sons. They were recently called up from NXT. Uh, they kind of have that. They kind of have that motorcycle. Jackson Riker. Uh, gimmick, and um, he he tweeted a few days ago. That he, the tweet said, "Thankful for the POTUS we have. God bless America, built of freedom, forgotten no more." Um, now, when he said that, he got dragged not only by just everybody in the world, but by his fellow wrestlers in the WWE. And I do just want to read a couple of the tweets back, uh, mainly Kevin Owens, who said. Uh, the freedom you speak of entitles you to speak your mind all you want. I'm not here to argue that. I just really need to tell you that I think you pushing your shitty wrestling catchphrase as all of this is happening is absolutely fucking pathetic. Yikes. Yes. Yeah, this ain't the time yeah. trying to do your little unforgotten bullshit. And then Mustafa Ali says, I'm thankful you posted this because I'm now aware of what you stand for. Bitch. When black brothers and sisters are crying, you praise someone that refuses to acknowledge their hurt. Um, Sami Zayn said, literally built on oppression. Um, bah, 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 bah. Dave Batista had quite a few tweets, so I'm not even going to read all of that. 
But even his own tag team partners were basically said, listen, even though I'm part of a tag team when I wrestle, I am my own person with my own thoughts and beliefs. It pains me to see what's going on in the world. I fought for the freedom of our country and all of the people who live here. Um, it shouldn't matter your race or however you identify. We are all human beings and all deserve to be equal justice for George Floyd. Um, yeah, and then his other tag team partner, I will never understand however I stand justice for George Floyd. Um, so everybody's basically kind of gone at this guy people from aew like all kinds of stuff so it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the wwe going forward wwe is obviously uh very right friendly uh vince mcmahon Super conservative yes vince, correct. the mcmahon the, the mcmahon family is you know helped fund donald trump's campaign they're very close with trump um, Donald Linda Trump McMahon is a, is on the small business mm -hmm. initiative thing. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, Wait, what? What? He's in the cele he's in the celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. This was years ago, but yeah. They didn't even take him out of that. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's got people like Drew Carey, Bob Barker, like all these different celebrities, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, if you've basically done a program on WWE, so Mike Tyson like, on that bit. Yes, I believe Mike Tyson's in there as well. What Pete about Rose? Dennis Rodman? Uh, Dennis Rodman was never in WWE. That was WCW. Pete Rose. Doesn't matter. Say what? Pete Rose. Pete Rose is in there, I believe. Oh, he's actually a part of a Hall of Fame. Good for I him. Think, <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think Good he is him. part of the WWE Hall of Fame. Hopefully, he um, gets it together and lets his ass in eventually, too. He yeah, so... A couple of games, no biggie. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't, I don't necessarily know. Um, I don't necessarily know if he'll get fired. I, 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 I don't think that he's not getting fired. But, but he may. I wouldn't be shocked if he's no longer part of that team somehow in the near future. I'll, I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow work an angle to where they break up from him, break away from him, or something like that. Uh, watch Donald. Because watch, watch Mr. McMahon gonna make. Gonna make him the gonna make him the all lives matter character. And I wouldn't be surprised they've done oh that type gosh. of shit in the past. But um, they're gonna make him a champion. No, no. I don't. I don't think so because he's not even that good in the ring. Which is why I think he is disposable because he's really. It's not like if they were to let him go, he's like some tremendous like once in a lifetime talent. He's serviceable. No, he's like gonna be the champion of the world. You're out your mind, bro. All right, bet. Remember, I said this. What's today's mm. date? June fourth. June fourth, twenty twenty, at five oh four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, post Meridian. Okay, bro. Cool story. Jackson bro. Riker will be champion of the world. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let you have he that. He is a champion, my friend. I can't wait till tomorrow he gets released so we can and shit on you next week. <laughs> Listen, I never said what do you be the champion of. I just said you're the world champion. If he gets released, he'll be the world champion of released wrestlers. Right. You did? Right. <laughs> I'm the king but, of the world, uh, baby! Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> Jackson Riker released, baby! I succeed. I, I succeed the rest of my time. Fuck you. I'm the Ayatollah. Uh, no, a rock and roller, baby. Did y'all hear? Did Did y'all hear that? Um, on the uh, 
city of Los Angeles when they had like a, a city council meeting and one of the like citizens called in to air his grievances. No, I and he was basically like just going off cussing, da 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 da. And he was like, "Suck my dick." I secede the rest of my time. Fuck you. And hung up. I was like, "Oh shit." Nice. He snapped. Like yeah. I've heard them say some crazy stuff. Like I heard one of them be like, "Use all that money you got in LA and upgrade your Zoom account." I was like, "Oh, bitch." Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, shit. They cut a hundred. They they cut. They're, they're cutting a hundred million dollars from the police funding. So, shit. Nice. A hundred million dollars. Them boys do not yep. need a hundred mil. That's and they're the and they're putting it and they're putting it into um, uh, uh, I want to say the uh, not necessarily the African American community, but the communities of of people of color, marginalized communities. Yeah. Yeah. They give about a hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, and they get in the ghetto. And they get in the ghetto. That is the thesis. They gotta put you. If you gotta put you. If you gotta put you. If you gotta put you. I don't know what y'all talking about right now. I'm not you even never, on that. You, you don't know about... Uh, I got a hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, and I came from the ghetto. Ghetto. You know about who? This is a Birdman song. I'll send, I'll send it to you um, off air. All right. I'll yeah. get right. On, I'll get right on that. It was around the bro, same you don't time. You have to get right on it when I'm gonna send it to you, bro. Yep, I just I'll get. Said, I'll get right on listening to it. You're annoying. That's all I got. Bro, you're being an absolute dickwad right now, bro. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. <laughs> don't care. Me, miss me with that shit. Oh my gosh! Don't care. I oh, said what I said. Oh man, you guys are Aggie. This is exactly why I have no friends. Right. Who needs it, friends with friends is that, like these? Is that the reason you don't have friends? I don't know. Do you have an answer for me, Broski? Uh, not that I'd like to share on air. Oh, oh. no, sir. Please speak your mind. No, I'm good. Anyways, that's it for wrestling. Who's next? Who's next? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I have nothing to say because my feelings are hurt. So, Dylan, on to you. What about me? (laughs) You ain't got like, one's got to go, one's got to stay, two's got to eat, three's got to lay. Like, I don't know. Nah. All right, I got a qu- I got a question as we transition into football because I know there's a couple of football things we need to talk about um, that I what want shit? your guys to, that I want. Your oh, guys I got one. I got one. I only got one. One's got to go. Son of a bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> the NYPD. Oh shit. oh shit. The Minnesota PD. Oh, come on. Or. Hmm. The LAPD. The LAPD. Throw them all away. There you go. Good answer. <laughs> Throw them all away. Great, Fuck, bro. Great answer. At this rate, just let the citizens fucking be the police at this point. Be can't honest. get no worse. You really can't. Jesus. I'm sure we do a better job as citizens than they do as Big facts. professionals. Big right, facts. So, you know what somebody so said? I, somebody was like, they usually treat the U.S. police like they do the British police. Some of y'all niggas don't even get to wear it when you get to carry a gun. Facts. Yeah. No, that's absolutely facts. The British yeah. police—they don't—they don't—they don't carry guns for nothing. They got—they walk around with the batons and only high-profile like seasoned well, that, veterans get to wear, get the whole guns. 
Well, shit, that was back in the day in the U.S. when cops used to like walk a beat. Mm-hmm. They didn't have they didn't have a gun walking a beat. Like they would just have their little baton or whatever, and exactly. if shit went down, they'd have to call it in. You know. True. Oh, that was my one's gotta go. You all have to go. All right. So I have a I have a genuine question that I I, I want to hear your guys input on because Nels I, I know that you um, kind of posted about this I don't know if it was on Facebook or whatever and I know a lot of other people have kind of been talking about it um, as far as a maybe not even necessarily a form of protest but a way to make change is you know D one athletes you know going to HBCUs as opposed to these PWIs and I kind of want your your, your take on if that's something that people yep. should be doing more of. That would be lit. All right. So this is my whole, this is my whole standpoint. I am definitely one of the people that's open to, you know, like balanced lives and whatever the case may be. But what, what's happened is I've been doing a little bit of research and I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but in the, especially in the realm of NCAA football, um, so Dabo, well, Clemson posted a picture with like Dabo Sweeney walking with his players arm in arm, and a couple of former players were like, "Nah, bro, like we're not gonna let that slide. Like you've had coaches call us like niggas with like you know the hard like I I, I don't know if it was the hard er, but from what I was reading, it looked like it. <clears throat> and they were like, "You didn't even like the 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 coach didn't even get in trouble." And then FSU, their players are currently on strike right now and aren't doing anything because. Their new head coach, Mike Norvell, was like, oh, like, I had a one-on-one with my players individually, and we've spoken about this, and this will not stand, and whatever, and they're like, false. It's absolutely false. Like, it's not true at all. So, you know, for me, I mean, it's clear that, you know, these colleges aren't necessarily caring about the students themselves, but more the revenue that they bring in. Right. I feel like all of the top five-star talent, top, I mean, um, four-star talent, three-star talent, majority of them are black. Mm-hmm. So sure. imagine if imagine if like all the five star and four star and shit went and to, shit at this point sorry to interrupt at this point even quarterbacks too like right. this is beyond like right. just certain imagine, positions like imagine these guys like imagine like um you know like Jerry Judy freaking um what's the name of the dude that got drafted to uh Oakland Raiders Ceedee Lamb, Ceedee Lamb um, Henry Ruggs Henry Ruggs imagine yeah, all those guys sure. Jalen Hurts and and all of them went to Fam. Lamar, like imagine, think about it. Like you got fam or yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. You like, come on, bro. Like that would change. That would change the game. Not for sure. That would that would be bringing and you'd bring those schools money because those you were D one. Oh, it would bring the schools. It would bring the schools back. It would bring the schools back to where they were. Yeah, it would bring the schools back to where they were. Definitely, you know. And 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 the whole point is, is like you would have a better experience at those schools because the faculty and the staff are just like you. Yeah. They look like you, they talk like you, they act like you, they go through what you go through, and they're actually legitimately concerned about your career outside of football. Right. They will challenge you to do better. They will push you to get the grade that you deserve versus the grade that you're just gonna be given. They'll push you to go get a degree and other things because the one thing I'll say is, when I meet athletes that come from HBCUs, majority of them have wonderful careers. Why? Because, you know, that school cares about them. Yeah, you get your financial aid late and you get all these things late, but it's not because of the school most of the time. The government gets in their money late. Right. And I've so, noticed you know, that's, I, that's I've noticed that the HBCU community really looks out for each other, too. Like of beyond course. just being beyond just being a, 
a, a black thing, a quote unquote black thing. Like it's it's they they have that shared common experience of going to a a, a, a historically black college or university, you know. Right. So it's Absolutely. like, oh, you went to fam? It's like, you went to fam? Damn, I went to Howard or I went to Spelman or, you know, whatever, you know. So this is what happened. Clemson posted a video. I'm sorry. And the beginning of the video has Dabo walking, right? And um, a former player, Canyon Tuttle, a walk-on wide receiver, he said, Cap, you allowed a coach to call a player the N-word during practice with no repercussions, not even a team apology. When we had to sit in in front of Sykes, you suggested us players try to stay out of it to limit distractions. Stop protecting your brand. Take a stand. Bitch. I'm just saying, bro, like, it's there. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the first time, you know what I'm saying, that we've seen these schools choose the brand over the players. They don't necessarily always protect the players. And when they do protect the players, it's in the wrong way. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, to this day, I feel like Jameis Winston's downfall started when he didn't necessarily get in trouble the way he was supposed to for when he freaking stood on this table and said F her right in the Pussy. vagina. I refuse to say that word. But that junk, that junk was absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, bro, that's all he got for that? Like, come on, dog. Like, what, what discipline are you teaching this man, bro? You know what I'm saying? So right. I just feel like... You got to go to places where they're going to not just harvest your talent. You're going to, you know, you're going to grow as a man more than an athlete, but more, but also as a man, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's just what it is. And no, for the for people sure. saying like, oh, like they're not going to get, they're not going to get to the league or whatever the case may be. Guys, these are D1 no, schools. D1, D1, these are, first of all, these are D1 schools. And, and the thing is, the school itself is not finna what, is not what makes these guys go to the league. These guys are D1 five-star athlete so they can go to hbc and make it to the league because you're still a five-star athlete so at the end of the day it doesn't really exactly matter where you play it's just a matter of you playing and being seen and exactly yeah especially if they start letting you get in, especially if they let players get endorsement then it's really over with. exactly exactly I, I'm sorry, bro. Like it's just that's just something like you know Them it's saying, not even about thinking it. thinking it's not going to the league. That's just you trying to hype up this little white institution that you're trying to keep these players at, knowing that they could be the same thing at all these other schools. Right, I agree. So, you got guys in there in the league that came from D two schools. You got guys in the league that came from Mount Union. That's D three. Right. Like <laughs> that's D three. Like stop. I agree. Stop. And, and that's right. and that's the whole point. Like it's not it's not about it's beyond like just the the same narrative over and over again. It's like, you know, you can make it to wherever you need to make it. But like, first and foremost, don't act like if these schools don't get a whole bunch of D1 athletes that they're not going to play these top schools. Trust me, these HBCUs, they want to play the Oklahomans play, and the Clemsons, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Alabamas. Oh, they want to play oh, yeah. those you guys. Give like you a fam, you give a fam, you a bunch of five-star guys, I guarantee you they're going to want to have the Bama in their schedule. They're going to want to have the big teams in their schedule. Yeah, that, and, and all it's going to take, it'll... That's something that comes to the program, and I feel like, like you said, the money that they're taking away from police and they're saying that they're going to put into these communities, shit, HBCUs need to be one of them. You got all these HBCUs sitting in there in the middle of the hood. Like with these old ass buildings, ancient like a bill, like y'all are treating them just like y'all do these high schools and middle schools in these inner cities where you just, you, you, yeah, you're in college and we're going to let you guys have this pride in your shit, but we're not going to give you much money to work with so that, you know, you're not catching up to us as far as like your prestige of your school. Yeah. And then talk shit when you're not able to make, and then be, and then they'll talk shit when you're not able to do the same thing that they're able to do. Like your graduation rate isn't as high. 
So now they talk shit about that when it really is like you got a school with limited resources in a bad neighborhood and you expect them to do all these things. Like it's not gonna be, it's not equal opportunity. So I feel like they should definitely look into that because the more money HBCU gets, the higher, the, the, the more it's just gonna be just like any other school. I agree. I agree 100%. I, I personally think that these athletes, these five-star athletes, and it's not just football. I think it's even more prevalent in basketball because in basketball, you'll see these little-ass schools make these Cinderella runs like, what was it, Chicago? I mean, Loyola Marymount. Um, Chicago had one um, just, the other, Diego, just the other San year. Like, like, yeah, San Diego State was another one. Like, bro, I just feel like at the end of the day, you can definitely make something work absolutely so because there, there's a lot of hbcus too so it's not like they'd all be crowded into like one particular school like there's a ton of hbcus no 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 absolutely i mean to be to be real with, yeah it was loyola university in chicago Right. Those known schools that have been those schools for years and years and years. That have titles and shit. Titles and right. The only thing that's stopping HBCUs from being those schools is just putting them on the map and saying, hey, why don't you just go here? Why don't a bunch of, right. especially with basketball? Because basketball dudes can legit be like, hey, <coughs> you, you and you, let's all go to this school and run, run the tape. Facts. Facts. Y'all in a group chat, you know, like, hey, I know we played each other at states or whatever the fuck. Like, hey, bro, let's all go here, bro, and and wreck shop. Bro, it's just first and foremost, there's too many schools. Number two, like what, what it really boils down to also is like when I watch like the final four, I'm always like one year University of Maryland, Baltimore County got to like the the sweet 16 and i'm sitting here like damn like how come we never see fam or bethune like i'll go through the list of the d1 hbcus real quick you have prairie view a&m alabama state norfolk state north carolina central southern university north carolina a&t delaware state tennessee state morgan state texas southern florida a&m jackson state arkansas pine bluff grambling state south carolina state alcorn state maryland eastern shore savannah state mississippi valley state coppin state and alabama a&m and then Bethune bro, has some programs that, that's that's a lot, too. bro. It's a lot of schools, bro. Let's go. I'm just saying, bro. Like I, I already like had a conversation with with Crystal about a shout out to my wife. We're like, if we have a child and they're blessed enough to be an athlete. We're then we're not gonna tell them, oh no, you're going to an HBCU, but we're gonna be like, yo, like change the world, like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you definitely want to promote that and encourage that. Yeah, that's, like, thing. that's my world, thing. Bro. It's like change the narrative. Like just because things have been away for so long. Doesn't mean it has to stay that way. Like we've been away for so long, and it hasn't been away. And you feel me? We've had problems for so long as well. So it's like, do something different. You feel me? Like go somewhere where you can hone in on your skills, still do what you need to do on the sports level, but then be able to like legit be able to change the world outside of that, and not just be one of these people that that just play. I'm just, I just want to play football, and be that. You feel me? Because right. that's what a lot of these institutions are, are just having these boys on. These niggas are out here taking general studies. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Just to be in, right. in the league and then not know a goddamn to talk. They don't know nothing. They don't want. They, they, they right. can't stand for nothing because you ain't never teach them nothing. Right. Yeah. I agree. Good question, Buddha. Hundred percent. No problem. 
I'm here for I forgot Con- all about Con- posting that. Content kings, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so, uh, we going to talk about this Drew Brees thing? Yeah, might as well open the can of worms. Let's do it. Tom Brady bought a winner ring. What <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? Tom Brady bought a winner ring, boy. Thank you. Oh, trouble, shit. trouble in paradise is about to be sweet up here. No, that's that's facts though. He definitely made trouble in paradise. Um, you know, he had that interview with like was it Yahoo Finance or some random yeah publication. Sit on your ass, Drew. Why are you having an interview yeah. with Yahoo? Who the and, hell? Had you know, he did the he did the prototypical conservative white guy answer <laughs> to the. The kneeling during the the national anthem, he made it all about the flag and the military. That's the and first thing he the said. That's the that's and, my biggest issue with this is you know neither, he brought up his grandfathers from World War Two and stuff like big, that has like, anything to do with anything. Uh, you brought oh, up man. your possibly your possible I don't like nigger ass grandfathers to talk about this. As if that holds any weight, mm. and what's well, what what's and the thing is, I still like for these type of things to happen because when these things happen on video, it allows for people that actually have a say in this, that a, whose opinion would actually make sense in this, to speak up. So I like that I right. was able to see dudes that like were in world wars and stuff like that come up and speak and be like, look, one dude mm-hmm. put a picture of him like, yo, this is me during like a picture of him during like one of those world wars where niggas is out in trenches. And he's like, I've never once felt like that what they were doing is is in disrespect to the flag. And the fact that you went on here, you feel me? Yeah, niggas in the military was out here kneeling themselves. Like, so for you to sit there and, and just that, to talk solely on yourself and your grandparents, who you've never even spoken about this to, like you've never experienced war. You're not, you don't know, you never experienced what it means like to be a soldier. But you just all of a sudden, oh, for me, this is what I see. Like yeah, that's you. You're just right. showing your ass right now and showing us that you don't give a fuck about any issue outside of your own. Right. It just says you're not listening. You're just not listening. At it's all. been said at nauseum. It's not has nothing to do with the military. It has nothing to do with the flag. It has nothing to do with it. You're choosing to. Act it's like been you. said over and over again. It's been everywhere. But you still make that statement, and then you get dragged. It's even by your own teammates. Michael Thomas came at your neck. Alvin Kamara, uh, Malcolm Jenkins told you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, wow. Aaron like, Rodgers came on and made you look goofy. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Tell look at him something. being the guy. Aaron Rodgers made you look stupid. As I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers don't have Aaron Rodgers don't have no friends, and he out here doing the right thing. Right. <laughs> right. That's facts. That's absolute facts. And I mean, that that's ultimately what what it boils down to is what is the purpose of what we're saying? You know what I mean? Like, what is the purpose of what you're saying? And, and, and why are you saying it, right? And, mm. and with Drew, like, I understand where he's coming from as far as, like, patriotism and all that. And it would make sense. But it needs one thing for it to make sense, right? And that is freaking the understanding that Colin Kaepernick would have said, oh, I am protesting against everything America stands for. The anthem, the flag, the Pledge of Allegiance, whatever. What Drew Brees says right now, I'd be one of the I'd be one of the few people to be like, you know, I feel him. I won't say mm-hmm. that I agree, but I feel him. I see where he's coming from. 
But, right. you know, Colin Kaepernick made it very clear what he was protesting. I mean, very yeah. clear. Very clear. Like, I'm protesting systemic racism as well as police brutality. There's just the things that are keeping marginalized. He didn't, he didn't leave down. it open. He didn't leave it open for interpretation. He said exactly right. what this is for. Right. So when people are like, oh, it's disrespectful to the flag or whatever, like the anthem, like kneeling during the anthem does not disrespect the flag. It barely disrespects the country. Yeah. Like there's so much more to a country than an anthem. Like some of us, those same people who are saying, oh, it's disrespectful to the anthem, don't even know the lyrics to the anthem. Uh, yeah. And on top of that, they never fail, like, or sorry, they always fail to bring up the fact that he asked military people how he should do things respectfully. They never right. mention that. They always say it's disrespectful to the military and the flag, but they never bring up the fact that he went to military members and said, how can I do this in a respectful manner? And they said, this is what we do. They said, take a knee would be the respect. They, they suggested taking a knee. Come on, bro. Come on. Unbelievable. And you, still and you know, then that's the thing, like... That's sad. You ain't even listening just, to... <clears throat> what bo- what bothers me the it. most... What hurts me the most is... I guarantee you Drew Brees is not even close to being one of the worst people in the NFL when it comes to, like, how they feel about black people. Oh, no, I think, I think he's just ignorant to the situation. I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy. I just think he's just... He just doesn't li- he's ignorant. He's not I don't think he's a hateful person and stuff like that, but like come on, bro, you got to wake up, man. I agree. That's crazy. What if his old teammates no, came 100%. out? What if his old teammates came out and said he felt like it wasn't an ignorant, ignorant statement? Yeah, Joe Joe Horn? Nah, it was some other, it was a black dude that said that he's was a teammate with him before that he's had like Yeah, Joe Horn. Okay. Is that a black? Okay. Well, he said he had. Yeah, like, the, he's a wide. He was a wide receiver. Wore number eighty-seven. Yeah, he said he's had like hot tub, like a cold hot, like ice tub conversations with Drew Brees for hours on did. And he's like, the statement is that you being ignorant. He feels like this is you just really hard down picking a side and saying like, this is where I stand on this issue, as far as that's mm. concerned. So it was like that was weird. That was different to hear, but I don't know, like. I feel like I don't know. I feel. I feel it's like I feel like he is being ignorant too, but. Because it's like, but at the same time, for it to have been said so many times and talked about so many times, it's like, are you really, or are you just choosing not to? So, yeah, maybe it's a selective ignorance, yeah, I guess like what you're, you're saying. Se- you're selecting to not really care about this. You're selecting to be like, nah, yeah. this isn't, you feel me? You're, you're using your privilege to the T right now. It's like, you know, this ain't nothing. This guy, you're, you're, you're on some, my name Ben and I ain't in it type shit all day. And you just care about Right, like, you. like, like, I, su- I support you up to this point. Yeah, like, what right. the fuck? Yeah. And this is one of those situations you're either all in or you're not. Right. To be honest, that's why you guys probably said that. It's like you're picking the side, basically. Like, for you to bring up the flag in this question means that you really already know what you owe. Do you bring up it? I mean, and then he, you bring he's, up two, he's, you bring up the flag first, and then you bring up your two grandfathers from, from, from World War Two. Like, come on, son. I think he brought that up just to kind of solidify his point. Like, you know, this is where I'm coming from. I'm not trying. I don't think he was trying to be malicious with it. I'm about to but say also, I think, you know, I just think it's the, just that lack of, of, yeah, of understanding. You know what I mean? I think like he's not looking at it full on for what it is. You know what I mean? And he feels like because he's so helpful, 
he can, you know, he can say certain things. And and I mean, a lot of people feel that way. Like, hey, like, I'm helpful. So, like, this is personally how I feel. Like, I can't stand with anybody who disrespects the American flag. That is the only statement that he made in that whole thing that I was like, yo, like, this not even about the flag. Like, we never, people who are in this struggle never disrespect the flag. Nobody's ever burned the flag. Nobody's ever put the flag down. Nobody's ever stepped on the flag. People still represent the flag. You know what I mean? Like, we're still American. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's saying, like, down to America. Your president sat there and played and been catty and shit while the back During the thing, yeah. During the anthem, like, yo. You know what really blows my mind, though? Like, before this whole, before the whole Kaepernick thing ever even happened, no one gave a flying fuck about the national anthem. I Facts. mean that. No. People stood up, took their hats off because that's just what they were supposed to do. That's what they were grow, grew up taught to do. No one ever sits there and listens to the national anthem and go, ah, to be an American. No, yeah, no one ever listens. No, it's a fucking song. Yeah, no one does that shit. It almost brings that's me wrong. Tears. That's a lie. You're you're lying. It's a yeah, song. You didn't it's a even fucking pay, song you didn't even for the country to, for, to represent the country or whatever. You didn't even you didn't yeah. even pay attention to it when you was in school. That's just like, like that's just like doing the pledge of allegiance in school. You you mouth the words. You don't really even say this shit. You're just like oh, the pledge of allegiance of the United States yeah, of America. Like, what are you okay. talking about? Yeah, like, bro, but then all of a sudden, oh, oh, my precious national anthem that I never gave a fuck about that I just Googled the words because I never knew them before. <laughs> Come on, man. For real. How did I just Googled the words because I never knew them before? Sorry. I mean, he ain't lying. A, lot of these people, ain't lying. a lot of these people do not know the national anthem. Oh, over oh, over oh, the ramparts. What are ramparts? Oh, what are, are we? What are what are ramparts? Oh, oh. Okay. I remember a class where they tried to explain that shit to us. Yeah, no one gives a shit. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just they don't even know the history of the anthem. So that's time for it. I know the history of the anthem, but that's because I'm real like that. You know what I'm saying? It's real, I'm a real, I'm a real IG. It's all it is, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I had to learn it in class for all the Yeah, I remember a class about that, Bill. They broke that bit down line for line, Bill. Did they break down the line of the second stanza where they're talking about slaves? Nope, probably not. Definitely didn't. Definitely didn't. <laughs> that's that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation right there. Shout out to you, Drew Brees. Shout out to you. And what's interesting is, is since we're speaking about Kaepernick, you know, um, I was just sharing this article with Buddha. I don't know if you know this, uh, Dylan, but um, Hakeem, uh, is it Hicks? Hakeem Hicks it's for the a- Chicago Bears? Hakeem Hicks. Yeah. He said that he has not even evidence. He was just like, you know, he was talking about the <clears throat> pretty much the blackballing of uh, Colin Kaepernick. And... Um, I kind of wanted to share it with you. I didn't tell you about it on purpose because I wanted to read the whole quote for you so you can hear it at the end because I already know you're going to sit there and be like, for real. He is not lying about that. So hold on. <laughs> let me pull up Let me pull up this article for you real quick. This article. All right. So. <clears throat> Let's see. So essentially, 
how this goes is I'm going to read this article for you. And even though it was a half hour whole thing interview, there's only one line that he says that solidifies everything. And the reason why I'm saying this directly to you and I want your reaction is because you literally said, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to go back and check this out, but I feel like you literally mentioned this name on the show. Anyway, Akia Nix finally said what everyone's been thinking for three years. Amid a thoughtful, eloquent half hour of Hicks tackling racial unrest in America and the NFL teams refusing to give Colin Kaepernick a shot because he protested police brutality, the Bears' star defensive tackle blurted out one of the most revealing things he could say about his team, bypassing Kaepernick. Quote-unquote, we signed Mike Glennon, Hicks said. Hicks was advocating for the NFL to make things right with Kaepernick, either by a team signing him or the league hiring him to influence his social justice initiatives. Then there was a long pause before he let it fly on general manager Ryan Pace's ill-fated decision to sign Glennon in 2017. He might not have even meant to say it out loud, but in typical Hicks style, he stuck by it. You heard that, huh? He said, yeah, I said it. It was a feeling. It was one of the many powerful points in Hicks' first comments since Minnesota police officer Derek Chauvin killed George Floyd last week, triggering protests all across the country. In football, the events brought Kaepernick's situation back to the forefront. He had an electric run with the 49ers in 12 and 13, including a Super Bowl appearance, and played well enough in 16 that there would have been interest under normal circumstances. Instead, teams were so bothered by him kneeling during the national anthem that they shunned a player who threw 16 touchdown passes against four interceptions, was 17th in the NFL with 90.7 pass rating in 12 games on an otherwise terrible team. Quote-unquote, I think he would have gotten a good deal if he had not protested, Hicks says. Does he have all the qualifications that we seem to be looking for in NFL quarterbacks? Athletic? Can get the ball down the field? I think he fits a lot of those categories. Do I know if he would have been a huge deal and gone into the Hall of Fame? I don't know these things. I just know when he took a knee, he was silenced, or they attempted to silence him. Hell yes. Mike Glennon. I was like, as soon as I read that, I thought about you and was like, bro, I felt like that's one of the names Dylan definitely was tripping about. Yes, bro. Like, Mike mm. Glennon's got a job, y'all boys. Mike Glennon. <laughs> facts. Mike fucking Glennon. Come on, bro. What's the other white boy one, the one with the Bills? That's not what the Bills are. Uh, Nathan Peterman. Oh, yeah. Peterman. Yeah, <laughs> Peterman, you had... You had Trevor Simeon out here in these streets. Come you on, still bro. had fucking Brock uh, Osweiler, Osweiler out here for a little bit, yeah. Brock, bro, listen, Osweiler. but, but there's, a di- there's a difference. You want to know why I like the fact that he said that is because he mentioned a teammate. He mentioned a teammate, so now it's real. It's uh, real now. Mike Glennon on that like team when, right when, now. Uh, he was in 17 when uh, during that time when everybody was like, oh, like Kaepernick's going to get a job this season. Remember, like we were like, oh, the Bears could use him. And Mike Glennon was signed by the Bears. Yeah, Mike fucking Glennon. Great job. That's crazy. Yeah, the NFL has already showed their ass. Like, it's, I'm saying all we're seeing is people's true colors, though. Bro, so all like they see. were saying like the... They were saying, like, the writing was on the wall. Like, they said it was very calculated as far as, like, how it was going to be silenced, how it wasn't going to happen. And they were, like, even, like, liberal blue blood owners, like, flat out would give your heart were, like, yeah, it's probably best that you don't pick him up. It's probably better for business. Right. I was, like, damn. 
And I mean, I understand that. Like, if you as want owner, us to bro, keep donating these million dollars to your company, to your program, bro. I suggest you don't put that guy on your team. That's not crazy, though, bro. That old money's still running around here. And I'll be real with you. Like, I know everybody's talking about the money loss and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, now more than ever, Kaepernick taking a knee matters. Oh, yeah. He grinning right now. Yep, because everything everything he was saying is true. He grinning right everything now. Everything he was saying is true. Has the NFL made a statement? Yes, they came out with some bullshit. Everybody was on Twitter eating their ass up. Like, look, yeah, they really nerves. did. It was just a, it was a generic copy and paste type shit. They got some nerves. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those uh, blanket statements that like, okay, remove this word, replace it with this word, just for this particular scenario and. The Niners had Send the nerve to come out with a statement too. Niggas was like, nah, Oof. I know damn well y'all not coming out with no statement. See, yeah, they they did the they did the blackout Tuesday, and then Eric Reed said, "You mean blackball Tuesday?" See, well, I was gonna say I don't know if it's if it's the same, it's it's the same ownership. Never mind, because I was gonna say yeah. like the GM same is different. different. Yeah, different managers and stuff, but yeah, same ownership though. I wonder what I am very interested to see what John Lynch would have done if he was that guy. Hmm. I don't know. That's I'm very question, interested. I, I want to know what he would do because John Lynch definitely was a player. Number one, he had a lot of black teammates. Number two, he played, and he he was, played defense. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, played defense. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I would want to know what he would have done in that scenario. That matters. What year, what year did you know John Lynch play again? John Lynch played for all them Buccaneer teams that almost made it to the Super Bowl and finally did in '04. He played. It was him, Rondé Barber, Dexter Jackson, yeah. Warren Sapp, Derek Brooks. Oh no, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, Simeon if Rice. He wouldn't have signed his ass either. I mean, when an owner tells you, I mean, as a GM, when an owner tells you what it is, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, Bill Belichick's won six Super Bowls, and he still can't get rid of Tom Brady. You should be thankful. I had, feel that, but I'm saying, had, like, his owner. He has Dallas His owner seat. definitely was like, "Yeah, you're not, you're not doing that, bro." That sucks, though. Like being a general manager and like having something that you want to do, and then your owner just like, "Yeah, no, nah, you straight." Shit, that's not. good. Because if it wasn't for that, Jordan would have six rings. That's true. That, boy, that is facts. That is facts. And so is there is there anything else that we're missing? GMs GMs need to understand like nigga I got more money invested in this than you. (laughs) That's facts. Don't tell me what I mean they're they're paying they're paying the GM, so Exactly. So don't be playing with me. (laughs) Don't tell me what to think. Yeah, but when shit don't work out, don't fire me because of your stupid ass decision. Oh no, G shit. G shit. That'd be Don't fire me, bro. Niggas do. Don't fire me, dog. I told you that shit wasn't gonna work and you blaming me, bro? Bet. That's that's like uh what's been happening in Denver, except with the GM and the head coach. That's why they've had so many head coaching turnarounds because John Elway keeps investing in the wrong people and shit, and he just keeps throwing it that's on the coaches. That's the tease where the owner don't do shit. He just sit there and let the GM and the head coach go. Like, ah, exactly. Yeah. Alone. Oh, you guys can figure it out. <laughs> the fuck. Leave me alone. <laughs> That shit crazy. Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft went all up in that shit. I'm on all y'all ass. 
Mm-mm-mm. But no, I think that's it, bro. All right, cool. So we're going to do underrated bars of fame. I got a request this week um, to do Sacrifices by Dreamville, um, Earth Gang, and J. Cole. Yeah, I saw I saw that we got that request. They said it's because um, like that whole Dreamville album's fire, but that's like that song doesn't get as much uh, boosting as some of the other tracks on there do, and they got crazy bars. So yeah, it's it's a really long song, so bear with me. I probably won't do the hook. Um, it doesn't look like there is a hook. Well, there is, but we'll see. Anyway, uh, sacrifices, Dreamville, Earth Gang, and J Cole, underrated bars of fame. All right. That go back from the dead, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. The almost lost his head, yeah. Try to run, try to flight, try to float. Candles on top of the dresser, baby, you down, need to bless up. Better watch how you address us. Playing no games, no dresser. I got an idea. Let's shoot wildin' out in my hood, talking right here. Academy Award nominated performance, yeah. Let the AK spray for four minutes, yeah. That's a monologue, talking to the fog, fucking ordinance, yeah. I make sacrifices, bloody sacrifices, cutthroat, rabbit's toe, I suppose. Maybe that's what life is. Amen, cavemen, two drinks cave in. Few blunts ease up, oh yeah, please up. Who's Who cares who's there? Do what? Wake up. The hell heaven, we want heads up. Hey you, yeah you, motherfuck, brotherfuck, sisterfuck, family fuck, the system gets some. Hey you, day two, yeah you, 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 you avenge? Do the dance. Table, get low, chopped cheese, not knees. Boy, please, whatever. You next to death to go, ooh-hoo. Who's that? Ring, ring, your number, bling, bling. Call it up, chalk it up, move over. I promise you this sounds way better than me reading it, but I refuse <laughs> to do the cadence. You can listen to the song yourself and listen to the cadence and be like, oh, yeah, just now. Anyway, I make sacrifices Bloody sacrifices, cutthroat, rabbit's toe, I suppose. See it getting all red from the North Pole with the pole. It ain't Santa Claus. Brought my gifts to Atlanta. I'm Atlanta Claus. I can smell you. See with the panties off. I've been getting to the bread trying to keep this shit low. But it ain't working. My circle on fire like a circus now. Around the same as I've been around. So of course I endorse my ratchet ass from the north side. It's astigmatism. You got poor sight. Let the just forget them. I do Alzheimer's. Of course, I got to voice my opinion on that ass when you walk past. Just pull strings like a guitar. G star jeans on my sneakers. I'm a real soulful. The collard greens inside your speakers. Ferguson days on Castro wasn't no cash flow. But I'm good for the arc, Dr. Shoals. I'm good for your heart. Let me snatch your soul. Soul, soul. Bloody sacrifices. Yeah. Hey, look at what a motherfucker do for the cash intake. They'll be right across your head like it's Ash Wednesday. You got to just get off your ass like your ass is fake. You can't sit. If we ain't siblings, then I can't relate. Today's shit, I'm ASIC. I run shit. I got to jump in like a pump fake. I don't need nothing but one take. I'm from the part of the city where a young could keep them a nine like one plus eight. Our, our politician a fuck face, corrupt like a dog pound gangster. We duel like a small town wager. How I'm the dropout major. Success stories I favor. Used to cover my scars out here trying to cover the fader. Yeah, pro tools, knobs, and the faders. Tell pigs, assalamualaikum. You ain't about static like AM radio. Ain't even play them. I put my heart and my all and my art. I'm alternate. All of them are the same. It's harder to tell apart some days. I thought I'd call them out altogether. 
Rather than waste the amount of bars it'll take for me to call him out by name, caught a glimpse of the alternate world I've introduced you to via the studio, got him studying our mixtapes. I'm from the hood like my mama, put that on my mama, I lay down the law like the parliament, all with just a pen and a page. I make sacrifices, bloody sacrifices. You can't be everything to everybody. I want to be your lover, your best friend, your Batman, Spider-Man, fighter pilot shooting down your rivals in. I want to damn near kill you to be the one to heal you up. I want to be the one that fill you up on nights when you need a good dick to cheer you up. I want to be the one to build you up. A wall worth five billion bucks to keep out the rah-rah and the blah-blah-blah so nobody steal your thunder, pull you under. Toss my hosts out, Royal Rumble. We done moved out to the boondocks, built a big house there he wonders. How somehow along the way he went from Huey to Eddie Wunsler. I've been so disconnected, my perspective is ignorant. When you rich niggas don't want to correct you, say something crazy, they won't interject. Do every drug that you want, they gon' let you. Dangerous when it's nobody to check you. I be having to check myself. You can stop holding that money. You know you got plenty. I be having to spread my wealth. I used to be at the crib myself, seven years old, off of Bragg Boulevard, where they bagged up the raw. They gon' stand on the corner, one hand on their balls, and when when and they ran when cops come, there go the laws. Then I packed up a bag and I trapped it north on a path of a star and I ran into you like I met you before. Now damn, me and you going half on a boy, sing. Hugging the block, hugging a block all day. I had nowhere to go. She gave me a place to stay. She gave me her heart to hold. I still got that shit to this day. She ride with me on the road. She ride with me to the A. Hugging the block, hugging the block, okay. She gave me the gift of my son and plus we got one on the way. She gave me family to love. For that, I can never repay. I'm crying while writing these words. These tears, they feel good on my face. A. And yesterday could feel just like a waste. If I don't love you, how am I supposed to? And yesterday could feel like a waste. If I don't love you, how am I supposed to? I make sacrifices. Bloody sacrifices. Underrated bars of fame. Dreville, Earth Gang, and J. Cole. I make sacrifices. Long ass song. Oh, that song snapped though. God damn. Whoever it was that made that request, I'm gonna have to slap him five when I see one. <laughs> Straight up. That's all I do. Whoever made that request right there, I ain't listening to none of these dumbass requests again. Well, I can't wait till they hear this. Yeah, me too. I can't wait till they hear it because they ain't finna do nothing with they trash ass. Anyway, shout out to the person that requested this song. You're one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um <laughs> So I mean, is that is that all that we got to talk about? Is the the trash out request? <laughs> God damn! I'm just playing. It wasn't trash. I'm just dragging. But is that is that all we got? Is that all we got left to say? I think so. Dylan, what say you, young man? I think it's time to get off the air. Okay, <laughs> and with that being said, we are done. Thank you for listening to us for the 142nd time. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports whoa, podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go into your spiel, don't you normally ask where they come Oh, snap. Hit us up. Definitely got to do that. Oh, ho, ho. so anyway, dang, that's going to be fun to edit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't need to edit. Um, Fuck it. They, let it ride, bro. I am going to let it ride. <laughs> I'm just figuring out what I'm going to do with the music. If I'm going to let the music ride or if I'm going to stop the music right here while I'm speaking. Yeah, just do, like, just do like the breaks. <laughs> Right. So, anyway, if they could reach us on email, bro, where can they reach us at? Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. And what about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about Facebook? I don't know. Balls podcast. It's Ballsports Podcast. Come on, get it yep. together. 
Um, now with that being said, officially we are done. Um, listen, we appreciate y'all giving us a listen for the 142nd time. Those of y'all who's actually been that loyal, but it's the 142nd time for us. Y'all can't be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us and really appreciate that. Just keep riding with us and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to vibe to. That being said, we are done. Out of here. Yeah, bye, host. Little scalawags. <laughs>